Hey guys, welcome back to the podcast. Good morning, everyone. I hope everyone had a great weekend and is having a great day so far. Um, whenever it is that you listen to this, I hope you're having a good day. So just wanted to recap. Um, I was not able to get an episode on last week, so I'm just kind of recapping what happened then. Um, and then we'll dive into today's episode. So um, just before I recap, I did want to mention this week's episode is on some um, articles that I found online and, and a little research that I did. So um, holidays are fast approaching and with the holidays comes gifts family gatherings, you know, great food, special occasions, making memories, right? Um, But it's not always happy for everyone, right? And, you know, for whatever the case may be, maybe they lost someone. Maybe they're, I don't know, going through changes in their life. Um financial troubles or just any kind of troubles. Um, I mean, life doesn't stop for the holidays, you know, so sometimes life just gets the best of us. So um, in this episode, I'm gonna um, go over a couple ways to properly comfort someone during sad times. And the reason why I'm bringing it up now, or why I want to talk about it now is because during the holidays, I think a lot of people suffer in silence. Um, maybe they're not being as vocal about going through a tough time or being sad or going through trouble because you're expected to just be happy. You know, everyone's so jolly. Everyone's like, go, 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 you know, um, buying gifts, getting stuff together, getting together for the family, traveling you know, whatever it is, um, cooking, getting stuff ready. Um, so you're just kind of expected to go through this routine and, and be upbeat and happy and going and, you know, um, but what if we're, what if you're not, (laughs) you know, that's okay. It's okay if you're not, but, um, I think, it, it, I don't know. I think you just have to, well, A, I think if you're able to be vocal about going through a tough time, being sad, do it, right? It doesn't matter if tomorrow's Christmas or, you know, New Year's or whatever it is. Um, I don't think you should be holding that stuff in. And then also for the family members, maybe picking up on cues, um, Because sometimes, you know, people don't want to just come out and say that they're sad or going through a tough time. So just picking up on cues um, is really helpful for them. So that's kind of what I'm going to get into a little bit later. But before we get there, just to recap. So um, two weeks ago, we went to, and by we, I mean, (laughs) Javier and I, his sister, 
um, her husband and then my cousin and and her husband uh, went to a music festival. And if you're from LA, you've probably heard about it. Um, you probably know somebody that went or you went or you didn't get tickets because it was sold out and you wanted to um, or you just had something else going on and you couldn't make it, whatever, whatever the case may be. <laughs> but it was um, it was a festival at Dodger Stadium and they didn't they didn't have it inside. They had it in the parking lot. Right. And I, I kind of figured that much, but I didn't know what the setup was going to be like. So I've also never been to Dodger Stadium. I know I'm from L.A., never been there. Um, but yeah, it was my first time there. And it was the um, Besame Mucho Festival. Um, it was a lot of fun. The lineup was insane. There were four stages and there was people playing artists, bands, groups whatever playing all day long from like 11 to 11 on all four stages um it was intense so it was a lot of fun the basically if you've been to any hispanic party any carne asada any quinceañera you know the music because it's like anything you would play at a quinceañera or a party those people were there. <laughs> so um, it was a lot of fun. I had a great time. I saw a lot of a lot of bands that I had never seen before. I saw a lot of groups I had never seen before. Um, I crossed off a couple from my bucket list that I've always wanted to watch. So um, yeah, it was great. I had a great time. The food was great expensive but great <laughs> um the only thing is it's a lot of walking and it was a lot of people so one of the stages was uh, at an uphill so javier and i were coming down and walking to another stage because i wanted to see someone and as you're walking down you see the whole crowd and it was like no empty spots right it was like people standing right next to each other or walking right next to each other and looked like little ants just walking it was a lot of people and that made me kind of nervous when I saw that because I mean I, I don't know if you guys figured this out yet or not but I'm a I'm a total introvert um I can do socializing I enjoy socializing in very small doses. <laughs> so um, lately I've done so much traveling and so many events outside of my house that now I'm like, okay, I need to be at home for like a month. Don't bother me. Don't invite me anywhere. I'm going to stay home. <laughs> so when I saw that, I was like, <gasps> Javier, I think we need to go home now to the kids. <laughs> and he said, no, no, we still can't. We're, you know, you still have to stay here a little longer. So, I mean, he was right. We did. So <laughs> it was a, it was a lot of fun. Um, I had a great time, but I probably will not be doing a festival again. Um, we got there around 11 and we left maybe a little bit bef 
before 11, maybe closer to 10. And I was so tired. I wore my most comfortable shoes. Um, I had a long sleeve, a sweater. Like, I was super prepared and I was still tired. My feet still hurt. Um, my head was hurting. Like, I need, I needed my bed at the end of the night. And um, Javier said, oh, I cannot do this anymore. My knees hurt. <laughs> and I said, okay, yeah, me too. I can't do this anymore. So um, it was right there and then that we saw that we would not do a festival again. Concerts, maybe. Festival, probably not. It's just not cool anymore, you know? Not like that. Like, it was 12 plus hours of being out. It was just too much. So I had a great time. I really enjoyed it. I'll never forget it. I I mean, you know, the people, um, the food, the music. It was great. But I probably will not be doing a festival again. And, you know, looking back at it now, when I saw the lineup, like the lineup was so great, right? And they... When they showed you the lineup online, when you first bought the tickets, um, it, it showed you like the four stages. I should have known some were going to overlap and I wasn't going to get to see everyone that I wanted to. But I, it's one of those like, you know it and you're thinking it, but you're not really thinking it, you know? So, so I, I don't know what I was thinking. <laughs> I guess I, I don't know. I didn't care that much. But once I was there, I was like, how am I going to want, how am I going to be in two stages at the same time? <laughs> um, and it's impossible. So line, the lineup was so great that it like, that it sucked, you know, <laughs> because I wanted to be everywhere at the same time. But it was cool to see how many people have the same music taste. I think so many of us grew up the same. Um, it was nice to see that I'm not the only one that know who these people are, you know? <laughs> so, um, yeah, I had a great time. Uh, you will not be catching me at a festival anytime soon. But... Um, yeah, it was a lot of fun. I miss the kids. And my mom, um, my mom actually took care of them. She always wants to spend time with them. So um, yeah, then the next day, the next day we went to um, a holiday parade with our Girl Scout troop. And that was actually a lot of fun. It was more fun than I thought it would be. I thought like, oh, it's going to be a lot of work up early I thought I'm gonna be super tired I mean I was tired but it it wasn't that bad um but I had a great time the girls were super excited it kind of got some girls out of their shell a little bit we got to see all the floats um and I'm sorry if you guys are hearing me take like pauses I'm drinking water sorry. <laughs> um, so there were a lot of floats. Some people really stepped up their A-game. Even the Oscar Mayer wiener dog car 
was in there, <laughs> uh, which I thought was super cool. And I realized how serious people get for parades and how much they like go above and beyond. So the girls and, you know, we're already starting to plan our float for next year. We're excited. Um, yeah, I don't I had a great time. It rained during the parade, which sucked um, because we were like on the bed of a truck. But but it was a lot of fun. I had a great time and I dressed up as a Grinch and <laughs> uh, which was really cool. And I never realized how many people liked the Grinch. Yeah, everyone was like, you know, I was wearing a mask, a Grinch mask, and everyone was like, Grinch, I love you, man. And I was like, oh, I love you too. I mean, I didn't, <laughs> I didn't realize. Um, and I don't know if it's like that the Grinch is not your typical happy person during the holidays. So people feel like they can identify with that. I'm not sure what it is. Um, because if I'm being completely honest, guys, the movie, the live action movie creeped me out. I think it's Jim Carrey as as Dr. or Grinch. That thing was creepy. Like his facial expressions, um, they were creepy. I'm still not a fan. Like, I'll watch it because I'm an adult and I have to be brave. <laughs> but I don't know that it's my favorite. I think I prefer the animated version, the newer one. Um, we actually just saw that with the kids a couple of days ago because we, we like having movie nights during the holidays. And that one was okay. I like that one. But the other one is like kind of freaky, like his facial expressions. I don't know that I'm a fan. Um, and don't hate me, guys. Don't hate me for what I'm about to say. Okay, if you're a 90s kid, don't hate me. But, and I, th I think it's Jim Carrey. Actually, we should look that up. I think it's Jim Carrey as, as the Grinch. But um, the movie, The Mask, okay, I like Cameron Diaz, and he was funny, but he's also kind of freaky in the mask. Am I the only one? I mean, I I don't know, just like his facial expressions, just like, they're just like too much, you know? I don't know. <laughs> I might be the only one, and if you don't agree with me, just don't hate me for that. So, um, yeah. It's just how I feel. And you know what? Actually, I'm sure there's some people out there that feel just like I, just like how I feel. Okay. He, Jim Carrey's kind of freaky as the Grinch and as the mask. Okay. Now, I don't know. That's just me. It's just my opinion. But <laughs> anyway, yeah, I think people really embrace the Grinch and really like it because Maybe they're not feeling the happiest during the holidays and they feel like they identify because the Grinch is grumpy and that's just how he is. <laughs> so um, with that being said, it kind of just ties us back into what I wanted to talk about today. So um, the holidays can be a tough time for a lot of people, right? For whatever reason, it doesn't matter. But it's okay to be sad. 
during the holidays. I don't think you have to be happy all the time. Um, so I was doing some research online because I think I was just, sometimes I just sit there and think, and I think I was just thinking at work, like, oh, the, you know, it's almost Christmas time because I have a calendar in my office. So like, oh, it's almost Christmas. And I thought, but it doesn't really feel like Christmas. Maybe that's why I haven't done any shopping. It just doesn't feel like Christmas, you know? Um, the kids are super pumped though. And I realized, well, that's what I was like when I was a kid, right? I was super pumped for Christmas and maybe my parents weren't. And I just never noticed. I don't know, but it's okay to not be a hundred percent happy during Christmas. Um, you know, for, and not that I'm unhappy. I just think it has kind of lost its magic. It's just not what it used to be when I was little. And coming to terms with that has been difficult. Um, but when you are comforting someone, because then I started, I started thinking, well, I wish like someone would comfort me, you know, because maybe I'm not the happiest or the jolliest during the holidays, at least not all the time. So like, I wish somebody would comfort me. But then I thought, but how do I want to be comforted? And so I went online, of course, and I started doing all this research and I came across a couple of articles here and I just Googled these, okay? It was from, um, God, it doesn't even say the website. I know I just Googled this stuff, but I, I was asking myself, well, why, why is it that we always do worst case scenario when trying to comfort someone? Why don't we just sit there and listen, right? Why, why does it have to go further than that? And I actually fall victim to this all the time. So before, when someone was sad around me or I was trying to, like, cheer someone up, I would just put myself in their place, right? And I would say, well, like, I would just insert myself. <laughs> and I would say, well, um, it could be worse. You could be going through blah, 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 blah just like I went through blah, 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 or whatever it is, you know? And, and I was just thinking, well, that doesn't make feel that that would never make me feel better if someone did that to me. So why, why do I do it? You know? Um, so I decided that that's not what I'm going to do anymore. <laughs> Instead, I'm going to comfort someone how I would want to be comforted, which is just sit and listen. So even when I get in an argument with someone or, or I'm upset, because I'm not a very confrontational person, I think, um, but I just want to be heard. I don't even, I don't even think I, I seek like acceptance. I don't even want you to accept or acknowledge or be on my side. I think I just want to be heard. So there's just a certain comfort about sitting there, listening to someone, 
and telling them I understand or I'm sorry and I'm here for you. So with that being said, I was going on down these articles, right? Um, or I think it was just one article. And it gave a couple of like um, general steps on how to properly comfort someone. So first one is focus on the other person's feelings. So focus on what they're feeling. Don't insert yourself into their problems. They're already feeling crappy, sad, upset, whatever it is. Don't put yourself in there, right? That's not what you do. (laughs) Second, listen, don't talk. So again, don't take over the conversation. Just listen, listen to what they're saying. Don't talk, let them vent, right? Um, Three, don't add your your opinion. So it's always so easy to say, well, why did you do that? I would have just done this. But that doesn't always make anyone like, at least me, that wouldn't make me feel good. So that doesn't always make someone feel good. So don't add your opinion. Okay, four, don't focus on you. Again, don't insert yourself in there. No one cares about you right now. (laughs) Just kidding. Um, Five, provide practical help. So I think there's only so much venting you can do, right? So even if I think like I vent for 20 minutes and Javier just sits there and listens to me. Once I'm done like venting, I will say, okay, what do you think I should do? What do you think my next step should be? I think at that time, it's okay to provide like an advice or say, well, maybe you should go about it this way or whatever it is. But people need to vent first. So just let them like, just sit there, listen, don't talk, don't insert yourself, let them vent for as long as they need eventually I think the conversation will lead back into like, what do you think I should do? Right? Now, the last step, it says um, things to avoid, right? So um, it is common, but just don't try to cheer your loved one by telling jokes or telling them something about the situation that is funny. Um, I think I... <laughs> I think I go back to like humor a lot. That's how I like cope with things. Um, So I definitely fall victim to this. Like I will just tell a joke to like break the ice, but there's no ice for me to break. (laughs) I just need to stop. So um, I think I have to like snap myself out of it. But if that's you, if you're just like me, so don't tell jokes. Okay, or try to make the situation funny. It doesn't always have to be funny. Um, Okay, and then it says to read their body language and their emotions and see if it's appropriate. Maybe then open up to a joke. Um, But that may not always be the case. Um, Let's see. It says, don't try to push them. So don't try to push them into your advice or, or what you're trying to tell them to do or what the next step would be. Don't push them. Um, 
some people are just not ready to make a decision right away. So maybe give your advice if they want to take it great, if they need some time to cope with it. That's great too. Um, Yeah, I, I just... I would say just don't push your agenda or your feelings or how you would react to a situation. Um, let's see. Oh, I guess. How to comfort someone for special cases. I'm not sure what this means. Oh, I guess this would be if someone is dying. Oh, that's pretty intense, but... um. Be open about feelings. But, I mean, I I think that's always a great step, I think, to anything. Is just be open about what you're feeling and how you're feeling. So, I was just talking to somebody at work about this. But, um, they were talking about crying. And I don't even know how it came how we started talking about it um but i think they were saying like that they let off some steam by crying and the best time or yeah the best time that they find to cry is maybe like reflecting or listening to like christian music i i can't remember exactly but I think I told them, yeah, sometimes I just watch like a romantic comedy <laughs> that I know is going to have a happy ending and it's going to make me cry. And I've seen a million times um, to just kind of like make it OK <laughs> for me to be crying. But uh, truly, I I don't think I need a movie to make me cry. Like I, I think I if I need to let off some steam and cry, I definitely will. I, I think I'm definitely a crier, um, but it's just to make other people feel more comfortable with me crying, you know, because I find that a lot of people find it weird. And maybe it's because my mom's a total crier. Like if I call her right now, I think, and tell her I love her very much, she'll probably start crying. <laughs> and, and that's just how I grew up. So I'm okay. I think I'm pretty open to crying because she would always cry at the most random times that I'm like, really, mom, you're crying right now for that? Like, I I think I gave her a card once and I just said, like, happy Mother's Day. I love you. And she was like, oh, my God. So <laughs> that's just how I grew up. She always made me feel really comfortable about crying because she felt really comfortable to cry. So... I'm completely open to it, but I find that a lot of people are not. So <clears throat> I just think it's something I do to make other feel people feel more comfortable. But the truth is I'm pretty comfortable with with crying. <laughs> and and you know, with the kids now, I'm I'm really trying to get them to talk about their emotions. So instead of maybe reacting, just kind of being more vocal about what they're feeling. So um, as far as like being upset and 
grumpy or tired or, you know, whatever I'm feeling. I've, I've been trying to be more vocal about it because sometimes it's just easy to be frustrated and be upset and be grumpy and like not say anything, but just, you know, go about your day with the black cloud over your head. And I'm trying to teach them that they need to be more vocal. So I have been a little more vocal and it's actually helped Javier out a lot too. So we're all just kind of trying to walk around like being open about our feelings, kind of. <laughs> and it's um, it's going pretty well, but that's the first step only. That's like the tip of the iceberg, how some people say. <laughs> so, you know, this, this year for the holidays, um, I don't think, I mean, it's not the most joyous season of all, <laughs> but there's really nothing for me to be sad about. I just think it feels like the holidays have lost their magic as I get older, but I see it growing for my kids. So that is always the greatest feeling. Um, but so many people that are sad today, you know, I feel for you guys. I'm sorry. Um, I hope you find someone to listen and that you're open about your feelings because, you know, if you're not like people aren't mind readers, that's the biggest lesson I think I've learned. People aren't mind readers and they don't know how I'm feeling. I have to tell them how I'm feeling. So, um, sometimes just accepting how you're feeling can be scary um, especially being vocal about it because it just makes things so real. But that is the first step. So let's take a quick break and then we'll be right back. And we're back. So now on to a lighter conversation. So I asked a couple questions online. And like I said, some people said they were done Christmas shopping. The majority said no cool. I'm right there with you guys. <laughs> um, then I asked, uh, what was on like, uh, your guys's wish list, right? And I got a couple things that I'm going to be adding on to my wish list, but I also got a really good one and it said health, um, a really good, uh, response. It was, um, health. And I thought, oh, interesting. You know, I, I always say like, um, you don't think about good health or health until you don't have it. And then at that point, you'll do anything to get it back, right? But what about um, for those people that can't get their health back or, you know, have something going on or it's a chronic disease or whatever it may be. So it just made me think and it made me want to tell you guys, if you have good health, you don't have any I mean, even if you don't actually, just take care of it. Take care of yourself. Take care of your health. With that included comes mental mental health, right? Um, just like all the stuff I was talking about before. So physical health, of course, is important. So just take care of it. You know, with the new year comes those 
resolutions and all those goals and all those like gym memberships and then you know they people fall off after a few weeks um but there's actually this girl that i follow online and she goes to the gym and she um she will post about like how how difficult it is sometimes to work out and stay on track right because whenever you do just fall off for a day or two um i think we're our worst critics so she just like beats herself up for not going that day or not going that second day or whatever it is or maybe she got busy and she couldn't and and so you're just thinking like god you didn't make the time for it today you're so lazy (laughs) at least that's what goes in my head you know um that can be intense at that point it's not a healthy relationship with the gym anymore so it's really difficult. I think you got to watch that, you know, because you can't beat yourself up if you make a mistake. So with the health issue, you know, um, I think you, you get in there, you try every day your hardest. If you stumble, don't beat yourself up. Um, everyone makes mistakes, simple as that i think that's just how you should keep it but we should always be taking care of our health because so many people that don't have good health would probably do anything to get it back right so um super important this holiday season and something to think about i think for next year i also asked you guys on there if anyone had embarrassing like holiday stories no one shared anything that's unbelievable i can't believe you guys don't have embarrassing holiday stories someone has to have one out there but you guys didn't share it and i think it's because everyone that follows me i know so maybe you guys don't want to tell me your business that's all right i respect it (laughs) i respect it but i know someone out there has to have an embarrassing holiday story okay I already shared with you guys that the kids found out what their presents were. So now it's your guys' turns um, to give me an embarrassing holiday story. (laughs) Um, What else did I ask? Um, I can't. Oh, I I asked what was on everyone's wish list. Um, Yeah, I think that was it, but... Oh, as far as the, to go back now on the wish list. So I think I, I mean, health and the lose 20 pounds <laughs> is always on, on my list every year. But I think I want to take it a step further this year. And I actually really want to eliminate like the, um, the microwave, <laughs> if you guys know what that is, I hope you guys know what that is. <laughs> um, yeah, it's just not good for you. The microwave, you know, so many like um radiation and all those like, I don't know. I just think it, this can't be good for you, even if without me doing research. Like this can't be healthy for you, right? For me to stick my food in a box and have it heat up in 30 seconds like what are you doing to my food 
why are you heating it up so fast? It doesn't make sense. So I think, and I have never done research, but I'm assuming it's really bad for you. So I've wanted to eliminate it from my kitchen for a really long time. I also don't think that that's going to work because my father-in-law like uses it all the time. So I got to find a way, got to find a solution to get rid of it at home. But for now, I'm going to focus on my lunch, right? So I was on on um, the handy dandy internet <laughs> and I found a crock pot lunch warmer so basically it's like a little mini crock pot and I think this is the coolest thing and I'm sharing it because it's number one on my wish list okay um I'm not like a designer bag kind of girl um or like I do like jewelry but that stuff hasn't I mean yeah it's cool but it's not like number one priority for me so (laughs) number one priority is this mini crock pot okay cutest thing ever it even has a handle and then it comes in these really cool colors so basically you you pack your lunch in there right and you connect it on your desk like in my case I, I work in an office so it wouldn't be that hard so I just plug it in and it keeps my food warm and it's insulated inside and then when it is time for me to go have lunch you know I just disconnect it take that little crock pot upstairs or wherever your lunch break or your lunch room and then you uncover your food and it's warm in there because it's been keeping it warm um it's insulated and also keep, I think it's also just keeping it warm. So I thought it was the coolest thing ever. (laughs) And it's number one on my wish list. I'll link it for you guys so you guys can see it because it comes in the cutest colors. And then I thought, oh, this is great. This is going to help me get rid of the microwave, you know, for my lunch. So we're going to take it one step at a time. I'm going to give myself the goal this year of getting rid rid of the um, microwave in my kitchen. Um, But I got to work it in steps because I feel like I'm going to get some pushback from my father-in-law from Javier. But I'll keep you guys posted on that. That has made my wish list as number one. Um, Number two is probably... um, I think it's called milk cow or cow milk. Don't quote me on the name. I think I flip words around all the time, but basically it's this machine that helps you make your own milk. So we don't have regular milk here at home. We always have oat milk. Um, We used to have almond milk. But almond milk is kind of watered down. Even when you look at it in a glass, it looks very like milk with water kind of thing. <laughs> so um, we just have oat milk here. It just has more of a milk consistency. It's thicker. Um, it, it used to be less expensive. Now it's pretty expensive. But anyway, the kids and Javier like oat milk better 
and you know it can get pretty pricey to buy like those plant-based milks so this machine basically what it does is it it um you know you you put whatever you're going to use in there whether that would be um oat milk cashew almonds whatever so you put that in there water and then you can add stuff like vanilla cocoa whatever if you want to have like some kind of flavored milk and then it'll blend it for you and it'll get rid of all those little like chunks of oat and almond and you know all of that and just separate it from the liquid itself so now you have actual like milk and that other stuff right um separate so it saves you, it's supposed to save you a lot of money because now you're making your own milk. So that has made it onto my number two this year um, on my wish list. Okay, really cool. If you guys drink plant, plant-based milks, um, if you guys are vegan, vegetarian, or just lactose intolerant, um, I recommend you guys check that out. It looks really cool. They also sell like bulk seeds so or nuts or oats whatever you're gonna use um so it's pretty cool you guys should definitely look up the video um and then three on my wish list this year um i don't know that i have one you know last year i bought myself the airpods for my um iphone and they're the coolest thing ever because Siri reads your text to you and then she'll she'll respond back or reply back. Um, she also tells you who's calling, like if your phone's not right there. I thought it was the coolest thing ever. Apparently, she's always done this. But <laughs> um, yeah, I just kind of splurged and bought those for myself. Now I'm thinking, should I get an Apple Watch or is that too much? So that I'm still debating on that um, this year. But um, yeah, I've made it pretty easy for Javier. The only two items on my list are home appliances that we all get to use. <laughs> so um, pretty basic. <laughs> Um, yeah, so I'm going to ask you guys, uh, again, what's on your wish list and I'll link the stuff on my Instagram. So you guys can see the stuff I'm talking about. Maybe you guys want to go on this no microwave journey with me, um, and see how, how it works out. Who knows? Maybe I'll get rid of it. And then in a month, like have to buy a new one because everyone gets pissed at me out at home. <laughs> um, I guess we'll see. But yeah, that was uh, actually it for this week, guys. I hope everyone has a great week. Um, stay safe. I hope those of you that have not done any Christmas shopping, you get to it this week or you at least start this week with me. Um, because if not, next week is going to be like the worst for this. So, um, let's make a promise to each other that we're going to start Christmas shopping this week. And those of you guys that are done Christmas shopping, whatever, <laughs> 
so pissed at you guys for starting. <laughs> but I hope everyone has a great week. I will talk to you guys next week. Bye.